19 minutes after 6 o'clock here on the Weekend View. Thank you for staying with us on to this story now. There were intense arguments in the National Assembly Programme Committee this week over the delay by President Ramaphosa to appoint a new SABC board. This this as National Assembly Speaker and Programme Committee Chairperson Nesvio Mapisa Ngakula revealed that based on legal advice, the 12 names recommended by Parliament to serve on the SABC board were enough for consideration for appointment by the President. Ramaphosa had earlier sought clarity on three additional names that were approved by the Assembly in December last year to serve on the board. ANC Chief Whip Pemi Majordina explained that it was common for the legislature to nominate additional candidates to allow immediate replacement if someone on the shortlist was no longer available for appointment. I'm not a legal guru, but this is not for the first time, Honorable Speaker, wherein when there is a number of names that we are supposed to send to President, we give a pool so that should there be an, any eventuality, we must not re-advertise again because it takes time. So we did that in the NYDA, process. We did that in the CGE process and we did not see anything untowards when we did that and passed that report on the 6th of December because we're trying to manage time and to be sensitive to financial implications that will cost Parliament and the delays. That was ANC Chief Whip Pemi Madredina. To discuss this further, we're joined on the line by William Bird, Director at Media Monitoring Africa. The media watchdog has hauled the president to the Concord over the failure to appoint an SABC board. William, a very good morning to you. It's good to speak to you. It, it seems that the three additional names, backup names, if you will, as, as per the ANC chief whip in parliament, um, is what has caused the greatest confusion here. It, of course, standard practice have a backup list so that you're not doing redoing the process. But why, why hand it over? And, and is it reason enough for the president to then say, well, I'm not quite sure what to do with this. And that's why several months later, we are still without an SABC board. Hi, good morning. You know, I, I, I simply don't buy it. It's, it. The more we hear the same excuse, the more patently ridiculous it sounds. I mean, imagine you do a job advert for someone and you say, okay, well, there are these people that, that we've, we've interviewed five. We're only going to uh, appoint one. And we're going to keep the other four as spare. What you would do, even if that, even if you do, you know, run on such a ridiculous kind of notion, mm. you still go ahead and you appoint the first person that you selected, right? So the first thing is, is that the president was sent the name of twelve, the twelve names. Yeah. According to the law, he needs to appoint them. That's what we've taken him to court for, because it says the president must, on the advice of the National Assembly, appoint the board. Even with those three, it's even if you accept their their their, their argument, right? Their, their ridiculous argument that those three are spare. You still need to appoint the twelve. Thinking, whoa, what do we do with these spare three? I don't know. Does that mean we can appoint twelve, or doesn't mm-hmm. it? Surely, your job advert says there's twelve people that are needed. You need to appoint the twelve. Whether you've got three spare and whether that's legal or not, is immaterial to the fact that you say, gosh. The SABC has been without a board in January already for, for nearly three months. Yeah. We're now in March. It's now five months. 
that the that the SABC has not had a board. It is patently, fundamentally, deeply ridiculous and embarrassing for government again, and it's this completely engineered crisis. And you just have to mm. say, if that's your excuse, you know, are are you the right person for the job? Mm. Mm. William, we obviously come from a period, um, you know, post the Zondo Commission, really, where a number of, of these issues were were highlighted, really. I mean, we knew we had an, an issue of all, all sorts of issues, really, in government in this country that revealed to us how bad it is. Now, when you see this, this, this sort of this sort of behavior, I, I imagine it's, it's a bit uh, it's a bit traumatic, in fact, uh, for, for South Africans who thought, hang on, we, we, we should have been coming out of that particular period but but these sort of delays cause suspicion cause great concern do you think that there's something else at play here whether it's you know one or two people on on that particular list um that that's causing this or is it is it just a lack of an appreciation for for, for the for the terrible situation that that this is where you have um, the public broadcaster not having an oversight authority essentially you know, I think it's the the only kind of reasonable explanation is that this is about desperation on behalf of the ANC. Um, because the more you kind of look at this, what you had, right, is, and your point about Zondo is correct, we are seeing in institution after institution after institution how uh, bereft they, are, they, they were, how they were undermined, how corruption took hold at almost every single level of those institutions and to a large degree we back where we were in 1994 rebuilding every single institution from the ground up right and that's going to take decades to to get right there's no doubt about that but what we were seeing with the SABC with the last board with the senior executive team in place was that overwhelmingly the majority of things that that were being done were things that were actually taking the SABC forward to a more sustainable, stable place and fulfilling its role in public mandate. You know, so yes, some things that were decided, like the cuts to news and current affairs, I think was a very unfortunate and profoundly bad uh, impact of one of the board's decisions. But we started to see, you know, all sorts of things going right at the SABC. The SABC fundamentally rebuilding its credibility and its and its independence and asserting that independence and being operated as a proper ongoing public institution. If I was government, I would have been showing, look, this is what happens when you have an independent board and a, this is and, and this is a public entity. And yet instead of using that as an example of how we can rebuild they now seemingly, some seemingly to have this desire to say, well, we we can't actually allow that. We need the, the SABC to be in a state of crisis, especially as we head towards an election year. And the only mm-hmm. reason you could assume that is, you know, because of the, of the critical role the SABC plays. Why mm-hmm. else would you place such an important institution in such mortal peril? Mm-hmm. You've, of course, uh, since taken the fight to the court. Um, You're not starting there, of course. This is after having written to the president um, and finding no joy there. You've since taken it to the court. What are you asking the court to do here? We started it towards the end of uh, January. And again, had this been a merely a case of that and had there the been legitimacy to these kinds of arguments, why were those opinions not made public? We asked the president repeatedly for written reasons as to why that is. We still have yet to receive them. So 
you know, I suppose now we have to wait for the court process to unfold and we'll get those papers hopefully uh, the end of this coming week. So what we're asking for is, is quite simple. We've approached the courts in direct access uh, and exclusive jurisdiction. In other words, we've said this is a matter that only the constitutional, they've got direct and exclusive jurisdiction over because it deals with a constitutional issue, that the president doesn't have the power to dilly-dally about appointing the board. In other words, he doesn't have the time, the ability to, to question whether he should be appointing certain board members and over over others. Mm. He's got those 12 names. He, he has to appoint them. If he doesn't like any of them or if he thinks that there's a problem with them, he can then do what anyone else in society can, which is take that up, those appointments on review. Mm -hmm. But what he can't do is sit and, and delay. And so we believe he's in breach of his constitutional mandate uh, in terms of the law, the Broadcasting Act, and is in breach of the of the constitution to act diligently and without delay in appointing the board members. Mm -hmm. Say, for argument's sake, William, he makes the appointment tomorrow. Does the matter continue in the courts? Uh, you know, so, just so that this sort of thing doesn't happen again, or if to perhaps uh, prove the point that he in fact does have uh, something to to account for, to answer to here as a result of of this lengthy delay. We, I mean, look, that'll be entirely up to the uh, the court to decide. They may say, well, look, the board's been appointed, but it's uh, you know it's moot now anyway, so we this, the case can, you can take it away. We're not interested. Or they may decide, actually, there is still an important legal issue here that we want to flesh out and we want to hear it and, and, and determine it so that these kinds of questions can't occur again. And, and yeah. obviously that's that's the best outcome for us, you know, is, is that even if, the, even if the president does make the announcement today, that we will then still get this this particular issue addressed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. William Bird, let me thank you very much for your time with us this morning. Director at Media Monitoring Africa have taken the president to court, applied for direct access as a result of the delays in the appointment of the new SABC board. Um, the president is sitting with 12 names. And of course, there were the three additional names that parliament also put forward to say in the event, the 12 that they recommended, um, if there are issues with one or two, they have this uh, three that would serve as a backup list. And Media Monitoring Africa is saying that's not good enough. The delays are unacceptable.